Welcome back to Learn Medical Spanish. Today I'm going to share the audio from a video that I made about how to sound more like a native Spanish speaker and give you several tips about that. So I'll put a link to the YouTube version as well in case you want to check that out. And also I'll put a link to a basic Spanish playlist on YouTube because I've published a few other basic Spanish videos recently and they kind of correspond to the basic Spanish uh, podcast episodes here on the podcast. So either way, what, if you prefer audio or if you prefer to check out the videos at some point in case you want to, if you're more of a visual learner or something like that. All right. So without further ado, let's get into the episode. In this video, I'm going to share seven hacks to help you sound like a native Spanish speaker. Now I'm not a native Spanish speaker, but I've often been accused of being one. And what I mean is when I travel in Latin America, on several occasions when I've talked to somebody for a, you know, a short amount of time, like a minute or, or two or whatever, um, afterwards they'll ask me, oh, are you from Spain or are you from Argentina? Um, and I think the reason they ask me if I'm from those countries is partially because I'm white. And so you know, it's a little more realistic maybe that I could be in their mind that I could be from some other country or whatever if everyone in that country has darker skin. But also, um, maybe I don't talk like a Dominican, but I talk Spanish well enough that they could still believe I'm from, that I am a native Spanish speaker. Let's put it that way. Um, so that's been kind of interesting, and it kind of proved that the things I was able to learn and apply can indeed help you sound like a native Spanish speaker. So I'm going to share those seven hacks, and we'll go ahead and get into those right now. So the first thing you need to know, the first hack, I'm going to share this first because it's the most important one is that if you want to sound like a native Spanish speaker, you got to use pure vowel sounds. So these vowel sounds in Spanish, they don't ever change. The ones in English, they change all the time. Like an A can make, I don't know, 10 different sounds or something in English. But in Spanish, an A only makes one sound. And so if you learn what that one sound is, and then you always make that same sound, you're well on your way. So of course, an A in Spanish makes ah sound. So the five vowels, the names, and the sounds go a, e, i, o, u. So those are the five sounds. And if you learn those five sounds and you can just do them consistently, then you're about halfway there <laughs> to sounding like a native Spanish speaker. So again, the vowels, they're in every single word. So if once you learn how to do those correctly, it's going to make a gigantic difference. So a few examples, I just wrote down a little list here. So for example, think of the word mala, that has a, a, the words que or de, notice how it's that same e, e, uh, the words si or mi, that have that same e, e sound. Um, you've also got no, solo, so it's o, 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 it never changes. Um, and uh, with, with the u, you've got tu or su, so notice how, how each of those vowels, whatever it is, it's exactly the same every time. So that's hack number one, is you got to learn those five vowel sounds and get consistent with them. And I'll talk a little later about how to get consistent with them. But that's hack number one. All right, so the second hack that I want to share, this might not be one of the first things that comes to mind in terms of Spanish pronunciation, but it's really, really important. And that is... How do you pronounce the D? D is in dog for <laughs> an English word. But how do you pronounce the D? Because most gringos are going to pronounce it completely wrong. So they'll pronounce it like D. Um, but that's not how you pronounce it. It's 
it's a it's actually closer to a th like a th sound than it is to a d sound but it's kind of in between it's like a th but a lot less breathy so you got to learn how to do the d that's really important and so you're going to have to listen and repeat listen and repeat listen and repeat but here are a few examples nada donde dinero so notice how i'm not saying d i'm not saying d like a hard d at all i'm saying nada Da, da, nada, donde. When it's at the beginning of the word, it's a little harder. You say so. so you, so you say like donde, donde, um, dinero, dinero. But it's still a little closer to a th than it is to an to an English d. So you got to listen and repeat, listen and repeat, learn how to do that d. The third hack, and you're probably a little more familiar with this one, is you got to learn the Spanish r. Got to learn it correctly and do it correctly. And sorry, the lighting's kind of fluctuating because I'm just using the sunlight, and so it went behind a cloud. But anyway, so you got to learn the Spanish R. So how do you do the Spanish R? Well, it's not like an English R. It's not er, right? There's none of this er. That doesn't exist in Spanish. So what you do instead, of course, is similar to an English D, but not just any English D. It's more like in the middle of certain words, like muddy or eddy. Muddy Eddie, muddy Eddie, muddy Eddie. So that's what the Spanish R sounds like. So a couple examples: mira, para, mira, ra, 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 muddy Eddie, mira, para. Notice how that sounds about the same in both those English examples and the Spanish examples. So that is the Spanish R. So the Spanish D and the Spanish R are kind of funny because the Spanish R sounds like an English D. And so the Spanish D does not sound like an English D, right? So that's a really important one as well. Once you learn those two letters and the vowels, you're pretty far towards sounding like a native Spanish speaker. But let me share a few additional hacks. The fourth hack that I wanted to share is the letter T. So the letter T in English, we we say we 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 push a lot of air through it, like terrible, terrific, so it has all this air going through it. But in Spanish, you don't push nearly as much air through it. So you, you back way off and you soften it way down. So for example, tú. If you were saying tú, tú, that's an English word. But if you say the Spanish word that sounds the same, it's tú, tú. English, tú. Spanish, tú. So see how much less air there is going through that? It's way different. So you back, you, you back way off on the T, and you don't push so much air through it. And that's kind of a common theme. There are several letters in Spanish where maybe you kind of back off and don't put as much air through it and that sort of thing. But the T is the most notable of those. So another high-yield consonant is L, and this is hack number five, is, is work on your L. So I think the easiest way to illustrate this is the, the word E-L. L, it's an English word that can mean like an elevated train, and the letter L, but it's also a Spanish word that means the, right? El libro or whatever. Sound a little like a gringo there. Um, so listen to the English on my right hand and the Spanish on my left hand. So L, 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 L. Can you tell the difference? So what is the difference? Well, you don't do it in English. You do it way back in your throat. L. In Spanish, you don't. It's much further forward, kind of halfway forward on your tongue. El, 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 or even further forward. So you're doing it further forward on the tongue. 
Um, so that is the main difference, and it's kind of snappier. You know how the Spanish R is really snappy? Well, the Spanish L is also kind of snappier. So L, L, L. So additional examples, so mala, um, and there's a, there's a bunch of others, but that word L is just so good at illustrating it. But yeah, mala, mala. If you were a gringo saying mala, how would you say it? You would say mawa, mawa versus mala. So there you go. Spanish L. So those are five hacks. Let's move on to number six. So again, sorry for this fluctuating brightness, but whatever. It shouldn't detract too much from the lesson. So the sixth hack, and this one is kind of a big picture thing, but it's to emphasize the correct syllable. So if you learn how to know which syllable to emphasize, even when you're just reading something, then that helps. So there's actually only two rules that you need to learn to know which syllable to emphasize when you're reading in Spanish. And so what are those two rules? Well, any word that ends in N, S, or a vowel, you emphasize the second to last syllable. So a couple of examples, habla or hablan. So you notice how habla ends with an A, that's a vowel, and hablan ends with an S, <laughs> hablan ends with an N, um, which is uh, one of those other letters that fits this rule, then you emphasize the second to last uh, syllable. So again, N, S, or a vowel. So hablas, hablan, habla. That's, it illustrates all three. Or caminan, caminan, which means they walk. So it ends with an N, so you go to the second to last syllable. Now in the case of habla, of course the second to last syllable is also the first syllable, but that's just a coincidence. So that's the first rule. And then the second rule is, if the word ends in any other consonant besides N or S, then you emphasize the last syllable. Um, so for example, taking that word, we said habla, now let's say hablar, hablar, which means to talk. So if you say hablar, it ends with an R, which means you would emphasize the last syllable. Um, another couple of examples are señor, señor, again, ends with an R, or total, total, which is like total, um, but it ends with an L, right? So that's another consonant, so you emphasize the last syllable. So there are actually only those two rules, N, S, or a vowel, second to last syllable, any other consonant, uh, last syllable. And of course, if it breaks those rules, there will be an accent mark to tell you that. So now you know exactly what syllable to emphasize on any word that you're reading. So if you're reading, you can always pronounce it correctly. So the seventh and final hack that I wanted to share, and this is the best way to practice your Spanish pronunciation, the very best way, and pretty easy way to do it too, and that is read out loud slowly. So read out loud slowly. So get a newspaper, get whatever you can find, and read out loud slowly. Because now that you've learned a few of those really key pronunciation points that can help you sound like a native Spanish speaker, as you're doing so, um, as you're reading out loud, you can kind of check yourself, check yourself, check yourself, and try to slow down and just listen to those pure vowel sounds. Remember, that was the first hack. So you can always listen to the pure vowel sounds and make sure you're doing the A, E, E, O, U but also listen to a few of those key consonants to see if you're kind of doing them the way that, that they're supposed to be done. 
Now, I didn't teach you everything you need to know about Spanish pronunciation in this episode, but I had an earlier podcast episode where I do go over basically all the pronunciation rules, and I also have a, a short video version of that that's only 10 minutes long, where I go over everything you need to know about Spanish pronunciation in just 10 minutes. So I'll put a link to that as well. And don't forget, I have those five high-yield beginner medical Spanish lessons, which I'll send to you via email. If you want to check them out, go to learnmedicalspanish.org slash lessons. And I'll put a link in your episode description and on the YouTube version as well. Thanks for being here. I'll see you next time on Learn Medical Spanish. The Learn Medical Spanish podcast is not medical advice and does not replace the need to see your own medical providers. It also is not a substitute for using a medical interpreter when needed.